Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. At the time of recording, it's mandatory to wear masks in Melbourne. In Sydney, the Premier has strongly advised people to start wearing masks when they go shopping or are on public transport. But what's the story with children? The government has said that children under 12 don't need to wear masks. Why is that? Margie Danchen is a paediatrician at the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne. Hi, Margie. How are you? Hi, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, So why don't children under 12 need to wear masks? Well, I think that's a really good question and there's not a simple answer because um, there's no good developmental reason per se. I think the issue of masks is quite complex and it's obviously challenging for many people, not just children. Um, And there are reasons, you know, medical reasons or behavioural reasons, maybe why people can't tolerate wearing a mask. But in terms of this age cutoff of 12 years, it's really a primary, secondary school cutoff. And I think it was just easiest to say, okay, in the community, primary school, school-age children don't have to wear masks. Uh, It's not compulsory, whereas in high school they do. But, for example, at the Royal Children's Hospital where I work, we require children only under the age of five not to wear masks. So it is, you know, there are different recommendations um, around this. And I guess for those parents that are concerned, say they have children with underlying health conditions that want their children to wear masks, um, have you got any advice on what they should be thinking about if they're going online to find some? I think for kids... Uh, you know, there are you can make it fun. So there are obviously lots of lovely patterns and and um, more appealing masks, so that they're a little less frightening for children. I think not making them too heavy, so that they're light, um, and that the straps you know can fit nicely over the ears and are not too tight. So and and also of course that it fits nicely onto the face. There are different sizes. Um, the masks for children are a lot smaller. So I, I think that there does have to be some thought if the child is going to wear the mask of whether it's going to be comfortable and whether they're going to tolerate it on their face because we all know that it doesn't feel very nice to have a mask on all the time, especially if it's very thick or hot. Goodness, I can't even get my kids to wear hats. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'd go with masks. Do we know whether children can catch COVID-19 or if they're carriers. There was a lot of speculation at the very beginning of the pandemic whether children were even at risk or if they carried and passed it on. Do we have any more information about that? Well, we do, what we do know is that clinical disease in children from coronavirus is very mild in the most part. Uh, which is good. And we're seeing that playing out over and over again. Even for adults, the majority of coronavirus illness, to be honest, is mild. But as we know, um, the older you get, or if you have any chronic medical conditions, the more likely you are to get sick. But the question that you're asking is, well, first of all, are kids likely to get sick from coronavirus? Um, And we think obviously the risk is a lot lower, but are they likely to transmit it if they have it? So can children pass it easily between each other? And that's been a very vexing question, obviously, around the whole um, discussion around whether children should be allowed to be at school and whether schools should close and what is the likely of transmission between children in the school setting. And in fact, so far, 
other studies and the evidence show that transmission between children is quite low um, and that they are not the main drivers of community transmission, unlike, you know, for example, with influenza and a lot of other viruses. So getting back to our decision around why children under 12 perhaps uh, it's not compulsory for them to wear masks, is also the, the understanding that younger children are less likely to transmit coronavirus, as well as that, you know, where they are less likely to tolerate wearing a mask. During this pandemic, I can't help but think about all those mums with little babies and toddlers, and we know how germy toddlers can get. What do we do with our smallest humans when it comes to protecting them or stopping them spreading germs um, with this particular virus? Yeah, and I think that's a really good question because even though I said before that children under the age of 12, it's not compulsory for them to wear masks, we all know that many children, you know, between the ages of sort of five and nine are happily wearing masks and managing. But uh, Safer Care Victoria has made a recommendation that children under the age of two should not wear masks because there is a risk potentially of strangulation if the mask was to get tangled or shift and and move around the neck and and it wasn't noticed. And also, of course, in young babies, if we put a mask on them, if they vomit or they have a colour change or they're not well, that may be obscured by a mask. So I don't think parents um, should be putting masks on children under the age of two. For those um, who might have children who have sensory processing um, challenges or yeah, um, and yet they still want them to wear a mask, I mean, what would you say in that situation? I think it's very difficult. You know, children with autism, for example, will really struggle to, uh, if they have sensory issues, will struggle to wear a mask and keep it on their face. And I think that we need to understand that and not force those children to wear a mask. Um, And, you know, I I think that we have to be sensible about this. What if you have a a family where you've got small children but the older children in your house have underlying health conditions. I mean, how do you manage that if you're not in complete lockdown like, say, in Melbourne, but your kids are still out and about? You might have a kid in daycare, another kid in primary school. Um, so they're they're interacting with lots of different children and one of them might have underlying health conditions. I know it sounds like a very complex situation, but I can imagine it happening. I mean, how do you handle that kind of situation if you're trying to keep the older child safe? Yeah, I think, and, you know, we're also seeing that, for example, if if grandparents live in the household, for example, or there's an adult with medical conditions. And I think really the most important thing that if the child has respiratory symptoms, you've got to show extreme caution. They really do need to stay away because we know that the virus is transmitted in respiratory droplets. I mean, I'm certainly aware of some ha- households where this situation exists, where, you know, the, the, the person who's at higher risk has colour-coded um, utensils and plates and cups that they use with a little yellow tag, if you like, and the rest of the family uses like the green tag, um, cutlery and crockery. I mean, that's obviously an extreme example, but um, if you are living in a household where someone is at higher risk, um, you know, you do have to be very careful, especially if you've got any respiratory symptoms. And what I mean by that is, you know, a runny nose, a, a, a sore throat, a fever, um, those sorts of things. 
Well, it's um, it's still an evolving situation, isn't it? And I, I imagine that it's only going to move with time and more of us will be wearing masks. So, Margie, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. That's Margie Danch and she's a paediatrician at the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.